Welcome to the Enrichment Today podcast, hosted by Dr. Amy Blancett in the Drew Lewis Foundation. This podcast covers topics to improve stability and find tranquility in your life. Join us as we discuss topics to improve your financial health, change your limiting beliefs, increase your wellness, and so much more. If you like Enrichment Today, make sure to follow the Drew Lewis Foundation and Enrichment Today on social media. Now sit back, relax, and learn to break some crayons with us. Welcome back. This is Dr. Amy Blancett, and you're joining us for Enrichment Today podcast, the Drew Lewis Foundation. Um, Today, I'm really excited about our guest. It's a program that has been in the works for quite some time. Uh, Honestly, I met David Miller when we had first launched the Drew Lewis Foundation RISE program, and it's uh, been an, an issue and a mission that was kind of near and dear to my heart through my relationship and friendship with him. So today we have Kay from the American Indian Center of Springfield. Did I say that right? Yes. A-I-C-S, joining us. And Kay, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, my name is Kay Gibson, like Amy said, and I am with the American Indian Center of Springfield. I am a proud um, member of the Cherokee Nation out of Oklahoma. We are so proud to be involved with the Drew Lewis Foundation, and it's been a God sent us. We have um, come a long way. Yeah. Well, can you share your mission? And like I said, can. you're new. If you want to read it off the paper, that's fine. Yes. The AICS aims to promote cooperation and communication while educating and documenting cultural involvement in Southwest Missouri. This is through workshops, gatherings, and lectures while implementing cultural and educational resource that will bring public awareness and cooperation with the Native American community. Wonderful. And that is really what you guys are doing. So today we are going to talk about the partnerships that have so quickly developed um, and the story that is bringing to our community. We're going to talk about how to find out more information about the classes, the lectures, the gardening, the powwows, and so many more that the American Indian Center is bringing to Springfield so let's start out with why. Why did Springfield need um, the American Indian Center to develop and to bring these culturally um, to the population you serve? Well, I think that a, a big reason was because we had an Indian Center that had kind of was lacking in that area. And so a bunch of us got together and we decided we were going to form a new center for our people, for the Native people of Springfield. Uh, A lot of the Native people in Springfield, and maybe people don't know this, Native Americans, uh, to be registered with a tribe, have to have a card. A lot of our people don't have cards that live in this area. And it's unfair that they aren't recognized as native citizens or native people. And so, therefore, we wanted an Indian center that we could recognize all native people. Gotcha. So we accept everyone. We, You know, if your grandmother was native, then you're native. Right. And we thought it was really something that needed to come to Springfield. Native, native Americans are very underserved. Uh, their population is, uh, most of the population is um, high in poverty. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that is something that we really wanted to, to address. And also the culture. We wanted to share our culture with everyone. 
Yeah. And so we accept everyone into our center. We, we encourage you to come to our classes. We've had, over the last year, we've had 18 either powwows, classes, or gone to festivals. So we work really, really hard at the American Indian Center to try and spread our culture and traditions. Yeah. So you have a, you just kind of touched on a lot of things that we're going to cover today. Um, so one of the reasons that Drew Lewis Foundation got involved is right now the American Indian Center of Springfield is a program under Drew Lewis Foundation as we're helping you build this into your own existing nonprofit. Right. Um, but one of the reasons that we were interested in and why it fit within our mission is that as Springfield began to dig into the, the conversation we're having about poverty and we began to break it down into different demograph- demographics and ethnicities, it really highlighted populations that were more severely underserved or under-resourced or living in poverty. And the Native American community is one of the highest. Um, it's also one of the smaller populations. Is it correct that there's less than 2,000 in the Green County area? Is it- 14, 14. Well, and and I think that there's more than that, but... As you mentioned, that maybe are recognized with a card. Right, right. And, and you know, some people don't, they don't, uh, on the census, they don't put down that they're Native American. So I believe there's, there's more, but statistically, yes. Okay, all right. And so our big thing with that and with the mission of the Drew Lewis Foundation is to make sure that we're providing education, resources. And then honestly, it's something that, um, you know, I admit absolute ignorance in culturally what it means, um, the resources that are needed. But luckily, as I mentioned, David Miller in the beginning, um, he has, it's been amazing to also see his his, um, experience in the last um, six, seven years of learning about his native background mm-hmm. and um, kind of peeling away some of the um, language and culture that the family um, who had raised him had really tried to pull away from him right. and to see him embrace that and, and to find literally, you know, that soul within him. Um, it, it's been amazing to see that journey. And so it's so important for the Drew Lewis Foundation to provide a place that people can find culturally where do they fit whether native american or not um any of you know my brother jim he's in the middle of the powwow probably dancing more furiously (laughs) than anyone else feeling uh that in his soul but being able to provide a a place where individuals can identify Mm -hmm. um and then also have leaders within your community that also can help then be the lead for resources, education. So we can provide the cultural piece, create that community. And then once we have community and trust, we can really start to expand on the education and the other pieces that can help move individuals into better paying positions, education, um, and other areas. So that's our passion and mission. I'm going to step out of the way though. And now we're going to talk more about what you are doing and the amazing things the American Indian Center is bringing to our, our, our city. So let's start with your partnerships. Oh, our partnerships are awesome. We have partnered now with Missouri State, uh, the City of Springfield, the Jerry Lewis Foundation, of course, who's been our number one 
number your number one, one fans. You're absolutely. Absolutely <laughs> our number one fan. The Greene County uh, Library District and the community, uh, Springfield Community Garden. Yes. So we have partnered um, starting in the spring with Springfield Community Gardens, the Greene County Library District, and the American Indian Center have partnered to do a Three Sisters Garden, which is awesome. If you don't know what a Three Sisters Garden is. I don't know what a Three Sisters Garden is, so let's start with that. A Three Sisters Garden is beans, squash, and corn. And so it's, it's laid out so each plant helps the other plant so it's it's really an interesting an interesting way that the native people use that to grow their their vegetables and so i I encourage everyone to come to that program so let's i'm going to interrupt just a second on that one because we already have a garden here at Mm -hmm. the fairbanks um uh, i received an email a phone call i don't even remember how it happened but someone said Amy, I know you have a garden at the Fairbanks, and I know you're working with the American Indian Center. We have some access to native seeds. Would anyone want seeds? And, you know, Miley was involved with the gardens, um, and we went and marched the grounds and found a spot, and you guys put in seeds, and you grew abundantly. Yes, we did. We actually got seeds sent to us from the Cherokee Nation even. So we had lots of, we had sunflowers and zinnias and and corn and squash and beans and peppers. And it was wonderful and beautiful. So well done. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful garden. And And then you guys made some amazing value-added product that you were selling at the powwow. Mm -hmm. Um, It was awesome to be able to try some of those and and see kind of the blends that were brought together. Yes, it was it was very awesome. We had hard working gardeners out there taking care of it. It was it was amazing. Yeah. And then um, so we're gonna have another garden this year and lots of lots of programs through that garden. We will be in the bookend, so anybody interested in that needs to just go to the library. Get the bookends, and our schedule will be in there. Wonderful. And the bookends, for those who don't know, Springfield, um, the, the community library puts out a regular series that has information, obviously, about reading and books and literature, um, but it also includes uh, things that are happening in the community. Right. And so a great area to go and find items that are wholesome for the family, lots of interesting things that are happening in our community, and we're excited to have the AICS involved in that calendar so more people will know about what you're doing. Right. And most of those programs are free. I mean, all of them, I believe, are free. I think so. Yeah. Um, We have a few scheduled programs that are coming up. We have a Festival of Faith. We're going to be uh, representing the American Indian Center at the Festival of Faith, which is going to be on January 28th. And that will be something that's really interesting. It's the very first one they've ever had in Springfield. So I encourage everyone to come out and and Where's that going to be held, January 28th? That is going to be at the Art Museum. Oh, wonderful. They're putting a lot of money and time into the Art Uh Museum to really drive culturally again. Um, arts and all the things right. that we can bring through that center. Wonderful. Yeah, and then we have a hand drum class that's going to be in February the 10th. Now, that program does have a, a fee. It's a $30 per person fee, but that's because of the supplies. Yeah. And that's going to be here at the Drew Lewis. Um, and with that, 
someone's walking away with a drum they've made? Yes, a That's hand an, drum. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yep. wonderful. They're going to walk away with a hand drum. And people who have gone to that have said it, it was amazing. They loved it. Um, so if you've ever been interested in, especially, you know, your child who doesn't make enough noise already, um, if you want to bring them and build drums together, it, it's been one that has... Um, had a lot of talk about it. Yes. It's such a neat experience to, yes. to build a drum. And we recently had a fry bread class. Yes. Last Saturday, and it was amazing. It was simply amazing. We had like 53 people yeah. show up for that Gym class. was full. We, yeah, and they've already, we have people right now saying, hey, when's your next fry bread class? Yeah, I'm going to get with you on when you guys are to schedule because I was out of town for the fry bread. You give me some fry be- bread and a little bit of honey, and uh, I'm, a, I'm a happy camper. We had honey <laughs> and powdered sugar and, and different jams to put on it, and oh my goodness, everybody was just thrilled with that class. Yeah, And wonderful. it was so fun. And she mixed it. She mixed it all, and she brought... It was amazing because she was so, so completely ready. She brought 10 pounds of fry bread balls already ready to go, already <laughs> ready to go. But then she mixed it in front of everyone, you know, and showed them how to do it with your hands and how to pat them out and how to. So it was really a great, oh, great that's class. awesome. Yeah. And let's see. Oh, this is a very important thing on we. On March the 11th, we are going to be having a powwow in the gymnasium here at the Drew Lewis. But that morning, from 10 to 11, we're having our annual board meeting, which all of our members are welcome to come to. Yeah. They'll begin election that day. There are three open board, there are open seats for the board. So if you have any interest and are wanting to work really hard, because <laughs> we This work, is not a coasting board. No, this is a working board. This is a working board. If you want to uh, come and get your letter of intent in before uh, March the 11th, and, and we'll, we'll get you in there to vote on. And so I'm actually up for a re-election, yeah. so... Now, you're in a, um, an interesting position as we've been trying to support and grow this. Um, we've been able to help you become employed mm-hmm. in order to really see this through. So when we talk about a working board, um, you know, in the nonprofit world, we create panels, we create boards, and it's individuals and voluntary roles that are helping develop. And you guys grew so fast, and there was such a gap that you filled, and the response from the community proved it's something that we need. Yeah. And so um, we've been able to work through additional partnerships with AARP in right. order to bring you on. And then that helps us learn that we need even more support. And on Tuesday, we were able to hire another individual, Valerie, yeah. to come in and really create programming and fundraising and, and the system you know, to put in place to, to help you guys move forward. So we're super excited to also have the the employee aspect behind the scenes to really make things happen. But this board and the support from the community has been kind of that integral piece that created this. Um, you guys brought that to us as a group saying, hey, we, need we, <laughs> we, we, we have an idea and we need guidance. Um, mm-hmm. And it's been an amazing journey and a very rapid journey and just a few, you know, through COVID even to see that need and the support right. and to continue seeing you grow. 
So speaking of growth, um, your powwows have been amazing and you outgrew the Fairbanks. We still do them here, but they were so popular and you have brought in um, amazing cultural uh, leaders from other states, from other tribes. So can you share us a little bit, when you say a powwow, I've been to one, so I know what to expect. They are open to the community. Um, Two things, can you kind of explain what happens at a powwow? Um, But more importantly, culturally, why are they necessary? Well, a powwow is like, it's almost like a church. I mean, we come, it's kind of ceremony. We come and and dance and pray. I know that a lot of times it doesn't seem like we're out there praying, but but it is. It's like a, a prayerful thing that that we dance and the drum, the drum is the heartbeat of our people. And if you've not ever been to a powwow, come, just listen, mm-hmm. and you will feel the yes. you'll feel the spirit and and the love in the in that setting. It's it's just awesome, you know. I encourage everyone to come to a powwow. You guys also have so powwows are amazing um, for the whole family for sure, mm-hmm. and they do have even great stuff like food and cotton candy, which mm-hmm. tends to be the most popular with the kids. Um, but there's also individuals that have made handmade jewelry, and yes, you are displaying some lovely now. Um, but there's also clothes and, and other mm-hmm. things that individuals have made. So it's, you know, this, the hallways are full, and, and it's an amazing event. I live just down the street from the Fairbanks, and when the temperature is good and we have the doors open... It is amazing to open my window and just hear the drum beat through the neighborhood. Um, and just the, it, you're right, it's that's that, it just, it, something about that is a natural rhythm and it is like the, the heartbeat. And so to hear that heartbeat through the neighborhood right. when we're able to open the doors um, is something that I'm privileged to be able to experience. And um, so honored that we get to keep doing that at the Fairbanks. But I'm also so, so proud to see that um, Springfield used to have them. Um, Springfield missed having them. And now you guys have grown where some of your powwows, you filled the gymnasium um, at Greenwood campus. Right. So tell us a bit about the powwows that are coming up. Um, When you said the next one's. Uh, we have one coming March up here. March the 11th here. But in those partnerships, there's also a larger community one that's happening. Right. In July, we haven't got all the plans made for that, so it's kind of a, up in the air still, but we are partnering with MSU and the city of Springfield on that, and also another one in November where it'll be our honoring our veterans, uh, the third annual honoring our veterans powwow. Um I'm going to go back a little bit because our November 5th powwow that was at Greenwood Laboratory Mm -hmm. School was absolutely amazing. It was amazing. We probably had over 500 in attendance, Mm -hmm. just spectators. Yeah. And we we had tribes represented from all over. You know, not just Oklahoma, but from uh, other states, Kansas, Iowa, Illinois. You know, lots of, lots of different tribes were represented, and it was wonderful. Uh, It gave me such joy to to be there and to just see this all happening, because 
we've worked on this for about five years. Um, three years ago is when we, uh, I believe we got our charter three years ago. And, you know, so it has grown mm-hmm. to be the Indian center that it was supposed to be. Yeah. You know? Yes. And I mean, we still have, we still have a ways to go, but I'm so proud of where we've come from Absolutely. and where we are now. Yeah, it is. That event was amazing. Um, I was excited to be there when, um, I'll probably get this wrong. I apologize culturally. I don't have it right yet, but <laughs> they're the princess yes. ceremony. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. She was, she's identified as a princess. She is identified as the American Indian Center of Springfield's princess. Okay. She is our powwow princess. Yeah. And so she will go around and she will be present at a lot of powwows just for us. That's awesome. As a matter of fact, um, I believe that they're even going to Gathering of the Nations, which is in, um, now I'm not going to be able to remember where it's at, Albuquerque. Oh, yeah. Albuquerque. Yeah. And it's one of the largest powwows in the whole United States. Oh, that's amazing. And so she will represent the American Indian Center at that gathering. I want to tell a quick story about her and um, just such a a beautiful thing that hit me. Um, It was one of the first powwows you'd done here at the Fairbanks. And she is, when you talk about, you know, feeling the drum and dancing and moving, and um, she was just this beautiful movement um through the gym and she just was circling and circling um she's young at the time especially then and I took a video of her and it was in this like slow motion of just the the rhythm and the flow and then she's a minor so I went up to an individual that I knew is on the board and had said um I've taken a video of her I would like to use it but I want to get permission who's her parent and he says to me, we all are. You have permission. I, it's We all are. Yeah. It was emotional. And it was like, ah, yeah. oh, that's what we're missing. We all are. We all are. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you are. You, you, you know, you're, you're using this in, in a way to honor her. Right. You have the right. You are part of her. You are part of her. And I was like, oh. We all are. Yeah. That's true. And, you know, I was always brought up that way. Right. That. We all have to take care of these kids. We yes. have to bring them up. We have to teach them the right way. Yeah. And that's lacking in so many cultures. It is. And so it's really... It hit me hard. that That is the piece we're missing so much of like someone else instead of yelling at, you know, the kid who they are upset doing something in the street. Like, how about step out and ask that child? Like, yeah. hey, what's going on? How can I help? Um, it just, it was powerful. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. And I was like... I want this, you know, and, and so, um, I am, I'm honored to be, to be a part of it and to help support this and, um, you know, to, to bring more of this type of cultural understanding and beauty into what we do. Thank you, Amy. We're honored to be here with you. I did not cry with you today. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, I love So happy that. You guys trusted us and, and came to us um, to help build this. Yeah, we're so happy that you allowed us to come. Oh, gosh. <laughs> allowed. It's a privilege. Okay, so let's talk about whew, if someone wants to get involved and they culturally want to be a part of um, 
you know, raising children and, and creating the love that this culture uh, really embodies. How do they find you? Where Where are your offices? We are at 1126A. Building A, yes. <laughs> Building A uh, on North Broadway Avenue in Springfield, Missouri. Phone number is 417-880-1570. Uh, I answer the phone at all times of the day and night. Um, so... So give us a call. We would love for you to be involved and love to be able to help you. If you're in need of something, we we will refer you or we will um, help you in any way we can. Awesome. And yeah, so they're here at the Fairbanks. Um, as I said, right now, they're a program under the Drew Lewis Foundation. So um, if you're interested in donating time, you can find us here. If you're interested in donating in the garden, we'll be getting that started sooner than we very know. Soon. Very soon. Um, and if you're interested in, in donating, you can donate directly to the American Indian Center. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can donate to Drew Lewis Foundation and designate that you want it to go to the American Indian Center. Um, we will take donations of time, donations of funds. Um, but honestly, the, the biggest thing is to come and learn. Um, to come to the classes, to learn about a culture that, you know, was the original on this land and that used to, you know, used to grow probably on this property. There used to be a creek in the back and this would have been a very fertile area. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're excited to to bring that back to our community and and really help support the message um, and the connectedness um, that you shared was missing and, and to see that thrive is amazing. Absolutely. Thank you, Amy. Yeah. Any last things you want to share with us today or something I forgot to ask you? If you call or send us an email, and our email address is Springfield Indian Center number one at gmail.com, we will put you on our email list. Yes. And then anytime we have something, we send out emails to everyone. You also have a newsletter that you do. So mm-hmm. if you're interested in getting on their uh, newsletter, do reach out. Um, or you can also info at drewlewis.org and we will connect you as well. Wonderful. Okay, thank you so much for spending time with us today. Um, we are, again, just so honored and privileged in this partnership that we have as you guys build and grow into your own nonprofit. Thank you, Amy. Yeah, absolutely. We appreciate you. Well, we look forward for you uh, to join us in our next episode of Enrichment Today. Thank you so much. Thank you.